What's up, folks? You are tuned into the Fairly Frequency. I am Ethan. I'm Mike. Oh, we like talking about Star Trek. We do indeed. And what track are we talking about this week? Uh, we're talking about the ghost of a friend. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that was that was revealed in Vegas. And then we're talking about cool. this week's episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds Alien 3. Yeah. Hegemony. Hegemony. Yeah. Hegemony. Hegemony. Uh, yeah, mate. Get the money out of those hedges. Yeah. But before we, we talk about Trek, how are you doing this week, Ethan? I'm good. I'm good. Look at my hair. It's different again. It is. It it's the yeah. um the gradually changing colour. It's looking a bit ginger on top there. Well, we tried to dye it back brown. Hmm. Um, but that didn't happen, as you can see. No. But it's fine. I'm down with it. I'm down with it. Um, we went to the we went to the to the to the National Video Game Museum for my partner's kid's birthday the other day mm -hmm. in Sheffield. Shout out to the NVM. Whoop whoop. Uh and did you destroy them at Mario Kart or whatever no, was I'm, on? I'm no, I've never been good at racing games. I did all right at, um, at uh, Time Crisis. Okay, yeah. Nailed two? Time Crisis. Time Crisis 2? No, just just the original one. Mm, so it was okay. a bit janky, but mm. smashed it. Um, had a go at Duck Hunt, which I've never actually had a go on, which was fun. It's sh God, video games are so good now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're so good now. Um, uh, could not wrap my head around the Street Fighter arcade game that they had in there. Um, and discovered a fun one that was like a cowboy game. Uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called now, but it was it was fun and it was a bit rude. Did you die of dysentery? What's that no, one that you died of dysentery? I got trampled by a herd of horses. Okay. Yeah. As you do. Yeah, um, but it was fun because like we we kept it a secret from from the kid, um, but like we kept it a secret as to where we were going, but we but we, but he knew we were going somewhere, so we just kept telling him that we were going to the poop factory. <laughs> we go to the Sheffield poop factory, and like, and he was like, you know, I know it's we're not actually going to a poop factory. We were like, because I know? am the poop factory. Yeah, it was just like because <laughs> I am the poop factory. Yeah, I guess the real poop factory was inside us all along. It's the it's the message to take from childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, good good times had by all. Uh, what about yourself, yeah, man? Yeah, I've been up to absolutely fuck all. I I, I finished. Um, I, I was doing some. Um, DIY at home, and then I got all that sorted, and then a tree fell down in the back garden. So now Holy my shit. week, my weekend went from actually relaxing and having everything done to having to saw up a tree. So that's going to be shit. lots of fun. Like how fallen down are we talking? Um, well, it was it was two branches that are, are like that wide have fallen like towards the the block of flats that I'm in. Um, and at the moment, they're they're holding on by a thread to the bottom of the trunk, so or or to the trunk. So if I 
if I don't get rid of them, they'll just fall into the building, which will be fun. And then that would be something else for me to fix. So I want to try and do them before that happens. So Got to get some rope. Yep, to hang my fucking self with so I don't have to do any more work. <laughs> no, don't hang yourself. That no. tree probably won't do the trick. No, it'll only bloody break and make another branch I have to cut up. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, bloody bastard. Um, but yeah, that that's that's it for me this week. It's it's a simple one, I suppose. Oh. So should we, we we move on? It seems very quickly, and and start talking about Trek and the the news of the week. Um. Uh, yes. Uh. So news of the week. I mean, we're just we're gonna keep it light because we're gonna we want to get onto the episode. Um. So we've we've picked out the the important thing the thing that 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 people are actually talking about from the week and that is that during the 57 year mission convention in Las Vegas uh, a cheeky little sneak preview into the potential second season of Star Trek Prodigy was unveiled by co-creators and executive producers Dan and Kevin Hagman uh we got a little teaser of the first episode of season 2 of Star Trek Prodigy. Hmm. Uh, a whole four minutes. Really? Yeah, a whole four minutes, man. We saw the kids, the prodigy prodigies, mm -hmm. uh, talking, you know, getting ready, meeting up. Looks like they haven't seen each other in a little while. They're all yep. wearing stupid outfits. I don't like the uniforms. Uh, I, I was saying on the group, I think it might be, do you remember Red Squad from DS9? And um, was it Red Squad in TNG as well that Wesley was part of? Or was that a different mm -hmm. flying group? Um, but because it's like a red and it looks like an eagle to me, but may I, maybe I'm seeing things like an eagle's head here. It does look like an eagle. Wings. Kind of kind of looks like the outline of a, of a, um, um, of a, of a Captain America costume. The new guy. Yeah. Of a, of an Anthony Mackie Captain America yeah, so so um, I, I'm predicting that they're a red squad of now. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep, they're meeting up. They haven't seen each other in a little while. They're getting ready to go on a secret mission with Janeway. And who mm. arrives to escort them but the Doctor. The Doctor. Robert Picardo himself. Mate. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, Very man. Cool. How... how how cool was it? How cool was it? Out of ten. Like it, a proper like um nine, nine and a half out of ten to see Robert yeah, Picardo again. Even even if it's cartoon Robert Picardo. Um mm -hmm. you know, it makes sense for him to take the form of what animation considering he he doesn't have to age the doctor, so if he wants to stay young forever he can be animated. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And still got still got the um uh, portable meter and all that. So yeah, still the Ve only one with it, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Still Surprised. wearing it externally, where it yeah. can, where it is free for the whole world to see, free where where it can be knocked off potentially mm. if it brushes up against a cabinet. Yeah, or other envious holograms which seem to happen every like five episodes in Voyager. Go like, oh, I'll steal this from the Doctor. Um, <laughs> 
when he should be using it like a light bee from Red Dwarf, really. Just inside. Inside. In his Mm. chest. Like, you throw the ball up, and it... Yep. Yeah. Mm. Uh, And then we got to... And then, then he takes them up, and we got to see the Voyager A. Yeah. That's a nice looking ship. Yeah, it's a it's a good looking ship. It we we didn't get the best of looks of it really cuz it's still in space dock. Um Yeah, we looked at it. Yeah, we saw it from from under. Yeah. And unfortunately, we kind of know it's not going to last a very long time. Um because in Picard season 3, they're unveiling the Voyager B. Um oh, and that's yeah. set what 15 like less than 20 years in the future. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, uh, yeah, shit, yeah. Oh dear, yeah. I wonder what happens. I hope it doesn't get trapped in the future. Yeah. Or something. Hmm. Uh, but it looks good. It's got the uh, it's got the like sovereign class style nacelles. I like that. That was nice. Yeah. And it's still very um, Voyager, the saucer, and how that connects to the the um, main body, the secondary hull. You know where it's connected. There's no delineation at all, like so, mm-hmm. like a whale shape. I always thought it was. Um, yeah, yeah, a bit more boxy, a bit more like Enterprise uh, J mm-hmm. Titan sort of stuff. Um, well, but yeah, that's, that's mod. That's modern design. We don't like boxy that much anymore. Yeah, we don't yeah. like boxy. Bo- um, I mean, we do kind of like boxy. We don't like smooth so much mm. anymore. We like a bit of chonk. Hmm. Like yeah. a little bit of chonk, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird. It's weird, isn't it, that we're getting clips of a show that has been cancelled? Well, this season they're still has it? making it. Mm-hmm. And yep. they, they said in the in the article, in fact, that um, they don't think it's going to be coming to Paramount um, no. still, which I, I'm still half and half on. I think they might retreat from that, considering they'll have so little content next year. Mm. Um, you know, so they yeah. they might need to pull out something from their ass. Well, they, they've they have received additional funding. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the Hagmans themselves said, you know, studios don't give you money if they don't think that you're going to if that if they don't think they're going to showcase the product they they are still shopping it around but it does it, it is there is a a a chance there is a cat's chance in hell that it might actually return back to Paramount Plus because um Paramount have said that they are they are they are investing more in their uh, in their uh, what's what's the word i've got What's like the word I've got here? Super franchises uh, or super franchises or some yeah. stupid nonsense. Basically, they're they're wanting to to focus on the stuff that people like. Uh, I, I was reading an article. It's weird. That it is. <laughs> Fucking amazing from them. Yeah. Who would who would have thought? Uh, Maybe we should they're... make things that people watch rather than things that people don't watch. Wow. Uh, mm. they're, 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 they're looking to, um, basically the, the, I was reading an article where they were talking about like how they'll, they'll, they can look at their data and they can see that a user has watched four hours, four and between four and five hours of stuff mm. on Paramount plus a month and has then unsubscribed. 
and they are looking at those as mild successes. Because mm. that person has watched four or five hours of the same thing. So they're like, okay. Woo! So that person likes that one. Yeah. Maybe we do more of that. Uh, Paramount Global, uh, amidst challenges in the streaming market, has experienced a loss in the second quarter with shrinking streaming losses and 71 million subscribers. Yeesh. Yeah. It, it makes me uh, feel bad that that last bit you were saying where they're, they're actively monitoring the subscribers, like what they're watching. Um, for reasons such as this show, um, I, I do have Paramount Plus and watch stuff on it. I, I've been shotgunning a lot of Yellowstone. Um, so I'm on their stats as a Yellowstone lover, if nothing else. And um, uh, Yellow Jackets, just stuff with yellow in it. Um, but I haven't been watching Star Trek has yellow in it. It, it does, but not in the title. And I haven't been uh, watching Star Trek on Paramount Plus because it releases the wrong day. So I, I should probably go back and, and re-watch them when they do go on Paramount Plus just to show uh, I have enthusiasm. Yeah. Um, just have it on in the background, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Bob Backish has emphasized the importance of franchises, revealing a shift in content investment strategy to emphasize to efficiently serve key audience segments. Uh, changes in Paramount Plus's content included ending Star Trek Discovery uh, and and uh, licensing uh, Star Trek Prodigy to a third party. Uh, but Paramount Plus has ongoing plans for Star Trek, including Strange New Worlds, Lower Decks, Starfleet Academy, and a Section 31 movie. Uh, potentially... Uh, rethinking their strategy with uh, Prodigy, it, it was probably a good idea since it was yeah. a, it was a popular show and no one gives a fuck about Section Thirty One, especially Michelle Yao. Mm. Um, and I suppose now that they aren't actually making anything, no. it's probably just a bunch of studio bigwigs, people like Naveen Chopra uh, and Bob Backish. To uh, to just sit around in a boardroom and go in. Well, if we can't make anything, if we were going to make anything, what would we make? Yeah, because so far at the moment there's only one thing of track coming next year, I think, mm -hmm. and that's Discovery. So there's going to be no Lower Decks season five. There's going to be no Strange New Worlds. Um. And the writing, you know, they were both in pre-production, but they're not going to be ready even if the strike stopped tomorrow, really. Well, other than maybe very late next year. Discovery is in post-post... Post-post pre-production because of, of a second round of reshoots so that they yeah. could do stuff to wrap the season up. Mm -hmm. uh, to wrap the show up, rather, because, you know, it, they... Last minute decided it was going to be the final season. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, well. Mm. Just a bunch of studio bigwigs who don't know what they're doing, running around like a blue-arsed fly in panic mode by the sounds of it. Yep. Why change the, the habit of a lifetime? <laughs> yeah. It is funny because, like, it is like, like you say, it's... It's it's a lot of old dudes mm. 
having to sort of get to grips with the fact that like streaming is is the thing now like why why release why release why release Star Trek the same day that we were in in the rest of the world as we do in the United States? We've never done that before. Why mm. start doing it now? Um, like streaming isn't the same as TV. Why do we have to pay people the same? Yeah. You want me to Pretty pay crap. you the same? You want me to pay you the same as I pay a a, a, a prestige TV writer? You make a web series. Mm. Yep. So so af after um, Strange New Worlds is done, um, presumably Lower Decks is still on Amazon for us, and I can quit out for a while. And the only way they'll get me back without new Trek is remastering old Trek. So you've got two options, Backish. Yeah, Do something. Bob Backish. Mm. Robert Robackish. Yeah. Get it done. They've uh, they they've just I mean they can they they've just done a HD remaster of a Stitch in Time. You know, it, the 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 book is so high def you can hear it. I was gonna say yeah. Yeah. Still need to download um, it. Yeah, I've got I've got the files. It's it's also again another thing that's not available over here yet. I think um, it is now. Um, is it? Yeah. It was a couple of days, but now it is, I believe. Yeah, Stitch in Time. It is on. It is on there. Cool. Uh, maybe we could do a review of that. Yeah, a review of an uh, old maybe, book. Maybe in, maybe in a, in a... Yeah, we could do a book review. We're nerds. Yeah. We can review a book. Mm, I've seen books before. I've looked... I've listened to a few books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, lis I'm listening to one right now. I was going to make that joke, but it didn't have a book around me. I don't know the, be is. the best I had, and I was looking at it to, to wonder if I should do it with like a uh, desk uh, calendar. And uh, be like, uh, Hello, desk calendar. It's a book of poetry. Ooh. Ooh. It's one of my partner's poetry books. My partner is a, a published poet. <laughs> I have literary connections. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we need to get away from this news because we're going down a spiral of just shitting on Paramount yeah. for you know for reasons that they deserve. But we could yeah, do man. it all day. Uh, Paramount, as as always, as always, Paramount, sort your shit out. Yeah, you're you're bad, and you should feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. Um, but let's move on to the episode itself. Um, so this is Strange New World, Season 2, Episode 10, the finale. Um, oh. Hegemony. It's gone very quick this year, hasn't it? You know. Oh, it's weird, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Weird. But what did you think of this uh, episode? Um, I thoroughly, I, I somewhat enjoyed this episode. There was some, it was, it was, it does feature my least favourite trope of, um, of modern film and TV, you know, for for 15, 20 years now, everything's a sequel, everything's a reboot, everything's a prequel, everything's a franchise. But in the past couple of years, there is this 
And I blame Harry Potter and I blame Twilight for this. And it's, um, it's, it's, but I mean, this is a classic Trek trope, but you know, and I hope this isn't too much of a spoiler. This is half an episode. Yeah. Um, it is, it is, yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's classic, it's classic Trek nonsense, you know, best of both worlds mm. is, you know, is the iconic example. Um, but at the time it was a thing that didn't really happen that much where the episode would end, you know, the series would end in the middle of action and you would have to wait till the next season to see how it all gets resolved. Mm. But in a I think TNG we... had like four of them, like the descent. TNG had a few yeah. of them. Mm. Um, but like in a world where we've got Dune and uh, uh, Across the Spider-Verse mm. and uh, Mission Impossible as well this year was Mission Impossible do they mm. not f- defeat the AI no anyway I, I thought I thought this episode was, was pretty good um, I, I thought if it had budget behind it this has got enough story to be like a movie. You know, when they've talked about previously that they could do Star Trek movies and, you know, they've talked about Section 31 and everything like that. This, if it was a feature length, it feels like a, a movie level story. And, you know, there's one or two special effects in there that are towards a movie thing that they do. Um, you know, what one I'm thinking of in particular um but then you know parts of it do feel very tv still where you know it's not a spoiler because it's within the first 10 seconds of the episode where they're on a colony and they're like and it's styled to look like a a a town as it would look in maybe 2022 (laughs) in america to look like the town from wandavision yes it's it like is. that town, that set. I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the name of the set. Backlot Pickering is where the town was filmed. Yeah, and yeah. it is one street. I can, you know, they've got a drone shot yep. of it now, and it's one street. <laughs> it is literally one. It is, it is a square. It is a town square. Yeah. Uh, hold on, let me just see if we could get. I tell you, credits. five thousand people aren't living there. Um, no. <laughs> but yeah, it, I, I thought it was a, a proper good episode. And, you know, th- this is something like four in a row that have been uh, decent ones, if you like musicals. Um, <laughs> um, some people like them. Um, I loved it. So, yeah, I, I good. I, I don't have much to say other than that in spoilers because it's... I, in fact, what one thing I'd said lasts um episode was oh captain batal what's happening there and that you know again it's first 10 seconds but you open on batal and you're like something's happening here unfortunately yeah. um and it yeah. doesn't necessarily go that way but yeah i was right oh, no, again yeah i did like yeah it doesn't go the way we thought but it definitely goes a direction yep but shall I do the the episode thing so we can actually yeah. talk about it? Right, and my apologies because this is a slightly a longer one today. 
Uh, Captain Batal is visiting a colony planet with Chapel, who's on her way to Roger Corby when a Gorn ship arrives and starts to attack them. The Enterprise, oh, I can't bloody talk. The Enterprise arrives to save Batal to find her ship in pieces, orbiting the planet. The Gorn have sent a message with their border, which uh, where the Gorn side is on the planet, and warn the Federation not to cross it. Pike takes a shuttle with a couple of volunteers on a mission to save Batal and the colony. On the pl planet, they bump into Scotty, Batal, and some surviving colonists who are hiding from the Gorn. Pike, Batal, and Scotty go to find equipment. Scotty used to hide his shuttle from the Gorn, and we find out Batal has been bitten and is going to plan a suicide mission to destroy the Gorn transport inhibitor so the rest of them can escape. At the same time, Uhura and Pelia, 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 have developed a plan to knock out the transporter inhibitor by crashing Batal's ship's saucer into it from orbit. Spock goes over to the saucer to set up rockets to crash it when the Gorn, a Gorn attacks him. Lucky for him, Chapel has been stranded on board the saucer and helps him kill the Gorn. The saucer sanction hits the transport inhibitor and Spock, Chapel, Pike, Batal and Scotty are beamed aboard the Enterprise, but the rest of the landing party have been taken by the Gorn. To be continued. Uh, I swear I can't read. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I'll tell you what, man. The the Alien 3 references. The, there, was, mm. there was... I mean, like, what is it? Like, the Gorn are just xenomorphs of Star Trek at this yeah. point now. That's, that's two Gorn episodes that are both heavily inspired by mm. the Alien franchise. We had couple of really good moments of like we saw full gorn but uh, first time of course because first previous time seen... season it was just like the younglings they call them yeah man um mm. uh and and now we've we've broken canon it's a good job but we we already we've already been primed to accept breaking canon this season by explaining time travel who's he what's it's but the, the, it, it's been a, a long-established theory, I think, that the Gorn, there are different subspecies of Gorn anyway. Mm. Um, so, you know, for all we know, this is a different subspecies than the one in TOS, than the one in... Because the one in Enterprise doesn't look like the TOS one or this one. Looks um, more like... It look, this one looks more like more like the, the Enterprise Gorn than... Yeah. The than, Enterprise than Gorn the is like a midpoint... Like it doesn't have a tail yeah. or anything like that, but it's it's like a midpoint. Um, but it also isn't ripped as fuck. Yeah. Um, um, but like we got like some hanging down, a lot mm. of hanging down Gorn, tails whipping up, very alien on the Nostromo, uh, and then and then we got uh, that awesome shot where it's you know Gorn all up in all up in Batal's face like like Ripley in Alien 3 and then the yeah. Gorn and then the Gorn runs off and and uh and I and the the the, the conversation between me and my partner who'd already seen it mm. I was like I went oh, like Alien 3 mm. and they went yeah just like Alien 3 and I went and then, <laughs> and then on the TV they're like why did the Gorn run away and I went for the same reason the alien left Ripley alone in Alien 3. Really? <laughs> She's I, I got eggs. That immediately. I pegged that immediately. <laughs> like, I was just like, 
Batal jumping in between them and like, hold on, why why would the gun run away? Okay, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, like Alien Three. Yeah, she's got. I, eggs. I think I think Batal, uh, like they they try and like frame her as like this badass who knows she's gonna die, but is planning a suicide mission to to save the rest of everyone else, kind of thing. But also, um, she's like. Oh, um, I've been bitten a day ago, and it normally takes a day and a half for the gorns to hatch. And it's like, when since were you planning when? on? Since well, when? since mm, I don't know. certain an, an egg started breaking out of out of Hema pretty quickly. Yeah, different species. Different species. Um, like Bugly, if you remember Bugly, it was inside Bugly for ages last season. Wasn't a day; yeah. it was like a week. Um, but you just like, and and when were you planning on leaving Batal? Because if you're like, oh, this alien's about to burst out of me and kill everyone, you're staying inside this refuse of like colonists, and you're like, no, I'm about to die, and it's about to kill everyone. You know, wouldn't you plan on leaving and doing something before that yeah. time? Yeah, wouldn't you walk off? Wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't you like leave them? Yeah. I I did find it funny at the start of the episode just how like tropey it was when we see the Gorn ship break in the clouds and Batal has the classic My God. My God. Classic disaster. Epic. Yeah. Totally. Totally. That yeah. was an epic shot though. That's mm. you know, I think, you know, some budget went on that one shot. Like that was cool. Yeah. This is the uh, budget, ep- a- like the episode that's got the budget. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's obviously the same shot that we see. Um, we see the 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 shuttle, shuttle just yeah. screaming by, who mm. we later learn was being piloted by Montgomery fucking Scott. Yeah. Like when he comes right. out, when he comes, when he comes out, and he's just like, oh, hootney, hootney, bootney, hootney. Yeah. Oh, it's just like it's a it's a fair accent. I don't think it's it's a bad accent. It's we... a Scottish man. Yeah, yeah. It's an, <laughs> the, the, the actor but, is actually Scottish. But it, so it, like... it's it's how close do you want to be have a Scotty Montgomery Scott accent or a Scottish no, accent? Hold, hold up, I've got I've got some I've got some information about about the actor. Um, so, like, do you know the the story of of the Scotty's Scottish accent, James Duan's Scottish accent. The um, reason why, yeah. the, the the reason why it's so bad is because um, James Duan he served in Scotland in mm. World War Two, and he when he was gonna be when he was gonna be uh, you know when he got the role to play the engineer in in Star Trek. He tried a bunch of different accents. Accents was his thing. He was a voice actor. Mm-hmm. And he decided he wanted to do a Scottish accent because all the best engineers are Scottish. And he based his accent on a Scottish man that he served with who was from Aberdeen. And Aberdeen is probably one of the harder, um, like, understandable yeah. Scottish accents to do. Because it's it's a really specific accent. Mm. And so, like, it's, you know, considering he's trying to do an Aberdeen accent, 
James Doohan isn't doing that bad a job. It's still bad. Yeah. It's still terrible. Um, but at the time, like, uh, Scots on, did... On TV in the 60s as well, no accent was good. No accent was good, but, like, there were also, like, no Scottish people on TV. Yeah. So, like, Scotland, overall, they say, oh, yeah, no, it was a terrible accent, but we love Scotty. Scott yeah. is great. I, I used to, I, I just, you know, the, the pub I, I've just finished working at, the chef was Scottish, and his yeah. favourite is Scotty. Scotty's the best. Um, then you've got uh, fucking uh, Simon Pegg, and they hated him. The what? Scots hated the... him. They hated yeah. his accent. I didn't think it was uh, great. It, it's... In, uh, yeah. It sounds like someone doing a Scottish accent. Yeah. And so how do we get someone to do a good Scottish accent? Let's let's get a Scott. Yeah. Let's get a Scott. So the guy played It's infinitely better than um Jimmy Doon's son um played Scotty in Star Trek Continues, I think. And Yeah, that yeah, that was not a good accent, you know. No, that apparently, was, that apparently, was... voices aren't inherit <laughs> inherited, you know. No. Uh, Martin Quinn, he's called, and I've got a feeling he's probably gonna be in Star Trek: Strange New Worlds from now on. Yeah. Since we he did might get not that, be um... the um, chief engineer because he's Lieutenant Junior Grade. Um, yeah. He might be uh, under Pelia for a while. Uh, or we could get rid of Pelia. I mean, <laughs> lucky guy. Uh, mm. He's going to, you know, he's got, I mean, he's got to go from Lieutenant Junior Grade to, to, to bloody full commander in, in you know, mm. a fairly short time. So presumably he's, uh, he's going to be promoted the fuck out of. Uh, what's he got? He's doing, so he's done some, he's doing a lot of voice work. He's mm -hmm. in Diablo. He's in the new Diablo film. He was in Derry Girls. Okay. Uh, he was in um, Scott Squad. Real high budget stuff there. Yeah, man. He was in Limmy's show. Okay, cool. Many, like many Limmy. years ago. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, good for him, man. He's playing yeah. a, a, leg a Scottish legacy. I, I do like as well that they don't they Scotty's introduced and he's obviously not Scotty Scotty yet. Um mm. but he's he's certainly not an idiot. He he Jerry rigs a device to imitate a Gorn transceiver. He Jerry rigs a device that is to capture Gorn. Um, you know, Pelly is like, oh one of my best students, but shite at tests. Um <laughs> you know, so he he's treated like someone who's um, still intelligent, you know. He's a fucking genius. Yeah, yeah. Scott. That's you know, Scott. That's Scotty's thing. He's a fucking genius. Mm. Um, he's just you know, he's obviously at a stage in his career where he hasn't necessarily had the opportunity to shine. Yeah. You know, he seems somewhat timid. Mm. You know, uh, in this episode, was you know the Scotty we, that we all know and love is 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 a bit more bolshy. Well, the guy that we know and love has discovered whiskey. This guy doesn't have any whiskey in his system. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have any whiskey in his system right now. Yes. But he, he is Scottish. Yeah. 
Um, you know, probably got something somewhere. I mean, I mm. mean, if he's Scottish, he probably won't drink whiskey if he's out in space because it won't be scotch. Well, Scotty drinks uh, scotch whiskey. Yeah, he brings it. Yeah. He oh, could no, bring it. He drank it. green that time. He drank green well, yeah. that time. That wasn't whiskey. That was green. That No, that was whiskey. That was Aldebaran whiskey. Was it? Yes. I thought he said it was green. It, no, it's he doesn't know the name of it, but then when it reappears in the it same bottle in um, TNG, Data serves serves it to yes, him, I think. Aldebr- 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 whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah. Aldebaran whiskey. Aldebaran whiskey, who do you think gave it to her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so a uh, big fan of that, if nothing else, because it's a higher chance to get rid of Pellier. Um, I've seen people, uh, Brandon, uh, on the group saying, you know, hated that Scotty was introduced because it's starting to feel more like a TOS show than a Strange New World show. That's fine. But I, but I think that's just because we've had so much Kirk this year. If we mm-hmm. if we had no episodes with Kirk and then we had Scotty, fine. You know, it's it's the it's we've been so heavy on Kirk and light on Pike. Um, I want Sulu next. I want Sulu next. I want Sulu to be like, and we could get him. We could get him because, like, you know, because of what happens at the end of the episode, they need a pilot. And but, like, you know, I could see Sulu being introduced as a member of the science team. Yeah. You know, and just being like, I wanted to be a pilot, but my parents made me study science. Study plants. <laughs> um, all I want, if we introduce, I can be fine not introducing anyone else from TOS, probably, at least for a good while. But I, I do want Gary Mitchell at some point. The next Kirk episode, because we hear, I keep saying that we keep hearing in um, Where No Man's Gone Before, the first proper TOS episode. Um, oh, me and my best friend Gary Mitchell. Kirk's all like, my best friend. And then when he goes mad and, you know, dies, it's like, oh, my best friend. But we as an audience don't give a fuck because we just met the guy like 15 minutes ago. And it's just like, don't don't give a fuck about this guy. Yeah, man. Um, I don't mm. care about this dude with weird silver eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what he does. <laughs> um where if if you had like a strange new world episode and like Kirk will be back because they like this um, they like this Kirk, um, have him come over with Gary Mitchell, his mate. Um, yeah, no, this is my friend Gary. This is, this is Gary. Gary. Come Gary. on, Gaz. <laughs> yeah, just like have him in the background. Mm. I'm just out here with Gary. Gary, say hi. Hello, I'm Gary um, Mitchell. I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> yeah. Look <laughs> at my beautiful blue eyes. They're my best feature. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that that's pretty much the only character from TOS I can I I want now, really. I mean, what? No bones. I well, unless Bones is doing the because we know Dax 
um, whichever version of Dax met Bones in a gymnastics competition and, and Bones tried to fuck her. Um, unless Bones is judging gymnastics competitions, I, I can I can be very happy not seeing Bones. I think it'll be interesting How if... Old? How old? Well, he's the oldest. Well, other than Spock. Being How older, old is Bones in TOS? How old is Bones? Fuck off. Well, she's supposed to be 30, yeah. 38. Mm. Yeah. Fuck but... off, 38. That man's 50 if he's a day. <laughs> uh, like, but, you know, we, you know, you can get someone, maybe thirty a 38-year-old now. Yeah. But I, I think it'll be... He'll be like, you know, I'm 30. I'm, I'm a 30-year-old <laughs> man. We ain't fair. different in Tennessee. He probably smoked like a million packets a day, um, yeah. did DeForest Kelly. Um, but yeah, I, I think Kirk should probably be bringing, when he gets promoted, he should probably get a, a choice of some of his staff. And that's mm. where he brings some of his people over from the Farragut or whatever, rather than them all already being on the Enterprise. Um, so yeah, I, I can do without Scotty being brought across. Wait, let's do, Let me just check Memory Alpha. I know we're talking about Scotty. Uh, like, yeah, what, not Scotty. What? Yeah, Bones. Yeah. We're talking about Scotty, but like... So Scotty, you know, um, he says in Relics, I think, that he served on like a dozen freighters before the Enterprise. Uh, but he's like, no, this was my ship. Yeah. The first ship uh, I was chief engineer on. Um... You could feel the deck plates hum. Okay, he's it, Memory Alpha says that he joined the U.S. Enterprise for the five-year mission after serving on like medical aid hospital stations. Okay. So maybe, maybe we won't see Bones for a bit, or maybe they can fuck with the cannon. We can do that now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Bones. Bones would be cool. I love Bones. I love Bones. I love Bones. <laughs> they I keep me Bones. together. Yeah, man. I like the way they provide support, anchorage, and movement to me. Yes. I like Bones. I like guts. Uh, I like blood. Uh, and there was a lot of blood in this episode. Um, real fake looking blood, I must say. Yeah. Um uh let's get let's get back to the episode. So I've got a, a note here. So the Enterprise rocks up to um to the planet. Yeah. Whatever uh, it's called. And, and there is a there is a there is a field. There is a field blocking their communications, their transporter and their scanners. Mm-hmm. Um uh but outside messages can get in so i named it the deus ex machina ray yeah um it is of course only a deus ex machina for the gorn uh yeah i I think uh, i think you can no prize that because everywhere they're trying to communicate to is much closer to the planet so the kyoga or whatever it's called, the ship that's half destroyed, and the actual planet is on the Gorn side of the line, um, 
which the gun should have maybe told us beforehand. Um, but yeah. It was new. We just put it up. That's why we sent you the message. Yeah. I think just that was so a bit you know, of a... We've done this. It was a bit of a plot contrivance because it's like when there were five Gorn ships on the opposite side of the line just staring at the Enterprise, they should just go, oh, we're going to take the Enterprise as well. You know? Because yeah, otherwise it's... We are, we are... I, I suppose the Federation it... space anyway. Yeah. They could just say, I... yeah, they were on our side of the line. No, they weren't. Yeah. Yes, they were. It, it hints towards maybe the Gorn being, you know, we know they're protective of their spaces, but also like moral where they're not going to go. And that's our space as well. And that's our space and that's our space and that's our space. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very like, no, this, this was our space. You know, you sit over there next to the moon um, and we'll yeah. sit over here fucking up your guys on the planet. All right. We, we would like to check out the wreckage of that ship of ours that you blew up. Oh, no, 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 no. You see, because that is on my side of the line. Yeah. As you can see here, that is there is a, a chalk outline going down <laughs> um, <laughs> across the middle of the apartment. And as you can see, the wreckage of your girlfriend's ship is on my couch. It's in here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the Enterprise has the fridge, so. Mm. It it did, um, you know, one, one good thing about, we, we always say Star Trek has always had like a, you're the only ship in the quadrants, sort of every yeah. single Enterprise is the only ship anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. But it makes a lot more sense in the TOS days than it does um in tmp or when they're around earth or anything like that when they're at the edge of federation space and they're like oh you know you you only met up with the kyoga last week to drop chapel off you're not that far away go and um get to them and there's no other ships around that makes sense to me so that they don't have backup as well yeah yeah because you know imagine it would take a lot of tension out of it if um six Enterprises arrived or six Constitution-class ships arrived um, to face off against the Gorn. You know, so you've got to keep that tension there. Yeah, there was a moment last week when they were like, oh my God, the field is now affecting almost every ship in the fleet and it's like 12 ships. Yeah. That's Um, kind of what it was in TOS days. Yeah. Um, Yeah. they're, They're going down to the planet. Well, they're getting ready to go down to the planet. Um, and everyone's like, you know, I really hope Chapel's not dead. Mm. And they're like, yeah, no, me either. I really I really hope Chapel's not dead. And, uh, and, and Una chimes in with, I don't want to speak for the rest of the crew, but I also think our friends are not dead. Yeah. And you're like, Thanks. what? Yeah. Thanks, Una. Thanks for Is your it... input there, mate. <laughs> they needed something for her to say oh, this episode, really. There were, there were a couple moments where it was just like, and you got your line, and yeah. you got your line. <laughs> I'm Ortegas, um, and I fly the ship. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> that sort I'm of thing. I am Erica Ortegas, I fly the ship. Three episodes later, I'm Ortegas, and this is, this is where I fly the ship. And then... Yeah. In this episode, hey, Ortegas, you, you wouldn't by any chance want to fly a ship, would you? Yeah. I love ship. 
Um, I that... thought it was smart. You know, the the repeated references to zombie films, like when yeah. they dress the shuttle up as a piece of garbage. Um, yeah. And then later on, uh, you know, then there's the bit where they're talking to Spock and saying, you know, oh, you know, just like in zombie films where you dress up like a zombie and they don't feel you. And it's like, mm, I'll put it on my list to watch. Um, and then yeah. later when Batar's got a bite on her, it's very like... Um, yeah. It's very zombie film. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very much. Um, oh my God, is that what alien movies are? No. 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 Uh, yeah. Um, that whole scene where they're, um, where they're like putting the plan together, I thought was, was interesting. You've got like, you know, they're talking, they're like, you know, we, we need to go down to the planet. Mm. Fucking Sam Kirk comes out of nowhere. Yeah, just interrupts a meeting. He's just like, like, hey, remember the last time we fought the court, the Gorn, and I turned into a snivelly little coward? Yeah. Well, I want to go back now. I want to go back up. and do it again. I want to go again. Yeah. yeah. Now, nah, mate, we're good. Yeah. Like, um, and then and then uh, Pike pulls out special weapons. Yeah. Why Which, are these a thing? Well, because it's like Alien to Aliens in that last time they were dealing with one Gorn, one young Link, and it was too powerful for them, like Alien. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this time they're, they're willingly going to a planet full of them. And... You've got to scale down the enemy or scale up yourself because otherwise it's completely unreasonable. So it's like, and now you've got all these weapons that will like help you easily defeat them. And I, I love Hydrogen as well how... bombs? Yeah. That that will kill a gun. That'll kill everyone. And yeah. Okay, great. Great setup. It'll I'm also sure we kill will... a T-1000. Yeah. It'll kill um, like a, a, a hot science technician in Jason X. Yeah, uh, it'll kill a Bond villain, mm. um, but but you'll never see it. Do they even use it in the episode? No, it, it's going to be something I think that is, um, you know, at the start of any continuing episodes where it's like previously on Star Trek, and it's going to be like, these nitrogen, nitrogen grenades. Grenade. They'll not only kill a gun, they'll kill a human as well. Okay, we better be careful with them. And then later on in the episode, someone's going to be holding a grenade like. Um, the end of I Am Legend, and be like, "Come on, get me gone!" Bang. Yep. Frozen. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Like the t- what about what about how about um, you know we're talking zombie films. Mm. What about a shotgun? Yeah, they don't really have shotguns. Star Trek only brought in grenades in Enterprise. You know, it took them that many years to have grenades, I think. I feel like a shotgun would be a really good choice in this scenario. Um, Um, It it made me laugh as well how, like, you know, Pike obviously says up top, he's like, when he's still still emotional about Batal or whatever, and he's talking to April... um, He's like, they're monsters, you know, some things are just monsters and, you know, you have to kill them. And then 
we go down to the planet and then they just keep shooting this child again, this gone child, like last yeah, man, season. The younglings. Yeah. The, it's a it's a youngling. Yeah. Man, where's Anakin Skywalker when you need him, eh? Mm. And then they but just like start... last season had so many Then they just they go down to the planet and they're just Killing younglings. younglings. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, we're back to the season one killing of um, children <laughs> as much yeah, as man. possible. Um, and then after that scene, he's like, oh, no, they're acting differently. Maybe the Gorn can be reasoned with. And it's like, you just killed on one of their children. Based on what? I didn't get the logic there. So normally, apparently, the Gorn, when they're feral little children, they fight against each other. But they saw them working as like a pack. So they're like, oh, this is different. And if, if this is something different about the Gorn, that means we don't know everything about the Gorn, which means well, maybe no, we chil- can reason with them. Maybe maybe those those are all from different litters. Maybe they, they all kill their brothers and sisters and then they walk out and they're like, did you just eat all of your brothers and sisters? And he's like, yeah. Sure, fuck, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. He's yeah. like, me too, bruh. They're like, pound it, pound it. Like. Otherwise, it would be pretty poor plan for them to have breeding planets. Like a whole planet for breeding and then one Gorn comes out of it after fighting the rest of them. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's fine enough. Um, uh, I like how they're, they're still, they haven't listened to any of your warnings about the, um, what have I got them written down as? Ah, yes, the headshot indicator lights. Yeah, I, I, I did think that in the episode. And then they sneak into the barber shop uh, and Pike's like, I turn don't. off the lights. And it's like, you didn't think about that when you were sneaking up on one to kill it. You know, Sam Kirk's did. Sam Kirk's weren't even on. Sam Kirk's like, I'm not turning these fucking things on. Yeah. I'm a scientist. I'm, (laughs) I'm, I know exactly, I know exactly what the fuck's going to happen here. Hmm. Especially for a species that's triggered by light and that communicates by light. You're just wandering in with like, like torches on either side of your fucking head. (laughs) So stupid. Uh... (laughs) I do like that, like, crazy look that Ortegas gets when she's, like, flying the shuttle. It's been a while since since she's she's flown a shuttle, Mm. and she's, like, nails it. Absolutely nails it. And she's just got this, like... Yeah. Like, this is fucking great. Like, awesome. Kind of takes a, a bit away from Pike where he's, like gripping the chair and stuff like that he's like and they even say in the episode weren't you a test pilot and he's like not like this <laughs> not like this i was a no. good pilot you're a fucking loon yeah <laughs> like... um but then yeah back up back on the enterprise it's kind of like um first contact in that there's two groups that can't communicate with each other and that don't know what the actual plan is on either side so yeah. both groups are like, we need to blow up this thing. And I was like, I hopefully, like if they if they're planning on dropping a saucer section on this tower, Pike isn't gonna like go and try and assault it um, like on the ground, because that would be a terrible timing plan. Yeah. Um But yeah, Uhura and Pelia Pelia um work out the source of the signal. 
and well, they well, will. Uhura figures it out. Mm. Uhura figures out that there's a problem, and she yeah. goes straight to Pelia, Pelia, who is busy, and she's like, "I need an engineer." Yeah. I need an engineer. I need Hema. Um, damn it. I need an engineer. Pelly is like, well, I'm busy. And I'm mm. just like, if only there were a, 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 an en- a young a, Scottish engineer- lad. Uh, well, no, if only there were an engineering department. If only there was like more engineers. Yeah. It seems like there is one. Hmm. On a yeah. ship of, of of like you know two hundred people, there is one engineer. Five hundred, yeah. Five hundred people. There's one engineer. Yeah. There's one communications person. There's one xenobiologist. There's one weapons. There's one mm. tiny little weapons lady. There's there's one of everything. What yeah. else do they have? Yeah, the rest of them are just like getting free rides everywhere, really. Well, I mean, presumably they have one person doing every job. So, like, they have one computers. Yeah. They have one barista. They have one. There's just one guy cleaning off the ladder rungs in the Jeffrey's yeah. tubes. <laughs> That's his one, whole job. One... Yeah, man. He's like, I am the best. Yeah. When when Ortegas was singing about flying the ship, he was like, and I clean the ladders. <laughs> You've never seen a ladder so clean. Uh, um, yeah. But totally respectable, respectable job. Yes. Um, but they, they decide to crash this saucer section anyway. And Spock's like, um, it needs to be me. And that's where I was like, I don't understand why it needs to be Spock. <laughs> Based on what? Why? Why is it only? Why is it? It can only be me. Yeah, I'm a I Vulcan. Have no idea. I don't lie. He he's. They seem to imply like you need superhuman. I don't know positioning of rockets. I don't get it. No one can. No one can propel themselves at a at a object through space like a Vulcan. Yeah. Or a, a woman raised on Vulcan. Hmm. It wasn't yeah. whooping like like Michael though. No. And it was a very like compared to all the Discovery like space jumps and whatever and the Kelvin ones, it was a very restrained one where he's just flying over there. It was more um the motion picture where he flies through mm-hmm. the vagina. Um yeah. or the anus. Yeah. The giant yeah. space anus, which you know was him. Yeah, uh, but I mean that whole that whole sequence felt kind of, kind of silly because like the whole time we're just like, we know Chapel doesn't die. Yeah, we know Chapel's not dead. We know Chapel's not dead. Mm. Um, it it does maybe... it does lose something narratively when you know some characters are immortal. You know, where, whereas the the Calvin movies, because it was a different universe, those characters weren't necessarily immortal. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, Chekhov wasn't. Um, yeah. Wow, sad times. Um, but yeah, it would have been. You know, you kind of lose that being in the same universe, but it, it's 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 okay. It's okay. Yeah. It it, it, it did feel like that whole bit felt very um, again first <coughs> contact where they have to. 
change or release the um, the deflector dish, whatever. Yeah, you know a that bit. spacewalk because it's very yeah. slow and plodding, and Spock's going over and beyond, setting stuff up. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's uh, that's what, obviously when we see the uh, we see the 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 fully grown Gorn. In yeah. fucking cool ass space outfit. What did you think of the the fully grown Gorn in the sick fucking space outfit? Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. And like, it's so rare you see a non-humanoid species' space outfit because designers yeah. are like, oh shit, that's something we actually have to design. Whereas yeah. you know, any other species, Andorians don't have ones with antennas on or anything like that. It's just put them in a normal fucking spacesuit because <laughs> we're lazy yeah. designers. Um, but this this felt like down. actual design, yeah. Yeah. Um, as yeah, you say, a bit like, more you know, alien. A long mask, you know. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is. Again, this year has involved a lot of people just um, dying or nearly dying by exposure to space. So earlier this season, Chapel and Mbenga, then in Picard. Um, whatever the changeling's name was, um, Honey Bunny. Um, then there was someone else. There was, there was the, in, in, uh, Uhura's dream. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone got sucked out there. Um, and, uh, the guy who blew up the, um, or tried to blow up the nacelle. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a it's been a season of being exposed to space, or a year of being exposed to space and dying that way. Mm-hmm. And then the Gorn mm. got it. Um, little, mm. Gets his face plate bashed in. Yeah, uh, that was like that was kind of cool and gruesome. He's like, ah, bah, fucking, I'll kill you, I'll kill yeah. you, you sons of bitches. I uh, I was wondering kind as of well. Badass. A slow death. Yeah. We watched his slow death. <laughs> yeah. But they're lizards, so who cares? Um yeah. But it What is this? It, Star Wars? We can't be we can't be just because they're just because they're <laughs> killing animals. animal people. Yeah, it's fine. But it, it, it definitely feels like a, a change from like discovery or whatever where they're outside of a ship and they're moving quickly they're moving like whatever where mm-hmm. spock is um in the hollowed out ship which great special effects when you see all the decks could open um that's fantastic um but everyone's moving slowly so that fight is like very and i'm wondering if they did that to make the gorn look slower like he did in tos you know to try and be like the... guns are slightly think... slow I think they just did that to make it look like it's in space. Yeah. But like they don't they don't need to. Like that footage had clearly been slowed down. Yeah. But like that was one of two moments where I'm like that's not that's kind of not how that's kind of not right. But it is right in like first contact everyone's moving like that. Um when they do the space walk but then it's not right to current how Trek now does spacewalks, where like Michael on the clip of season five of Discovery is just surfing on a ship, just like, um, there's no like, well, that, whoa. But, but, like, that's, not, that's not really how, 
how it works. Is it? Uh, like you can no, still you, move. You can move it like as as fast or faster than you can on Earth, but you can't slow down once you've started moving. Is the issue because yeah. you can't really resist. And like that, that's the There's thing when when they do eventually fling the ship out towards mm. the planet and they jump out the top, they jump out and the 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 saucer section keeps going and I'm like. That's not how that works. You yeah. would still be going. To, you would just be here, mm. and so you'd still be going at the same speed. But yeah, whatever. Pre presumably, whatever. I I can't remember if Spock still had his like jetpack thing on um, that he used to get over to the the ship in the first place. He still so. had it on, but it wasn't doing anything. Wow. Uh. No prize. It was doing something, but very slowly, so it was indiscernible to our human eyes. Uh, um, whatever. But um, that that I thought was, you know, again, special effects wise, the Gorness week, fantastic. The breakup of the Cayuga and the decks, fantastic. Mm -hmm. The seeing the crashing down of the saucer section on the tower, it's very quick, but that is that is amazing. That really, mm -hmm. and something that feels movie level special effects, or something they do in a movie where they wouldn't do in a TV show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, did did you notice the Gorn transporter during the episode, or or like I didn't. Was I only... didn't notice it at first. I didn't really? notice it. No, I, didn't I was notice. like, oh, that was a green transport. And then when they arrived on the Enterprise, I was like, oh, it's yellow again. Maybe it was just like a, a production mistake. Nope. I was like, oh my god. Oh shit. Oh no. Oh man. Uh, uh, yeah. So they are all. So they're all getting eggs. Yeah, presumably they're going to save Batal and work out how to unegg people, mm -hmm. or she'll die. But then they'll get from that a way to unegg people and unegg the captured people. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we know Umbenga's there who can't die. Um, who else is there who can't die? Ortega's can die. Um, Laan can die. Um. Is it just a manga that has to survive? Pretty much. Yeah. None of the none of the locals have to survive. Yeah, kill them all. Oh man, I sound like a gorn. Yeah. Let's rip up yeah. face mask off you, and you'll be in a lizard person. There we go. Dun dun dun. No, man, they only do shape-shifting lizard people in Secret Invasion these days. And, of course... Real life. The government. Yeah. Um, yeah, did I have anything else on this episode? The only other thing I had on this episode was when Pike... Um, you know, when they were Gorn approaching and they had the Gorn scanners like aliens as well. And Pike was like, barbershop, now! In my head, I made the joke um, of like, no, the singing episode was last week. <laughs> you know? Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs> and Benga being like, at the end, like, no, well, no. <laughs> you know, very, very baritone. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, where were you last week? Yeah. Uh, the only other note that I've got is... Um, 
like because Chapel's the the uniform that Chapel's wearing. Chapel's wearing like a standard uniform, but with white and the white undershirt and the you know the the field jacket, which is so sweet. Yeah. Uh, uh, which we've I don't think we've seen her in before. Uh, and then and then we see her like with the jacket and the shirt off, hmm. but with the tank top. Yeah. Like she's wearing a tank top underneath. Are they all wearing tank tops underneath? Um, by Voyager, they certainly are. <laughs> They're all wearing that purplish tank top. The, and, and I'm like, this changes everything. This changes everything. It, if you want a good, like... Everything. If you want a good article, on, I might try and find it, of someone going insane, like, working out uniforms... There's an episode of Voyager where they crash on a planet. Like it, it's Tom Paris, Tuvok, and and there's there's a woman there, like a, a native species woman. And like throughout the episode, Tuvok starts off in a long sleeve, um, purple under undershirt, and then he ends up in a short sleeve that is like it's not ripped, it's cut, and he ends up in a tank top that is a tank top. And it's like this person writing the article is going insane trying to work out what's happening with Tuvox undershirt. Well, like, well, that was that was at the time of like of of Star Trek wanting non visible fastenings. Like there's there's yeah. the episode with um... but it's got fucking seams on the tank top. It's ridiculous. Seams are different. Yeah, you know, there's an episode where like you see. Uh, Ro Laren mm. take her jacket off and she's also wearing a tank top underneath and yeah. and she literally just like pulls it apart mm. she just pulls the uniform apart and it, and it's done by just like you know undoing a thread and she just goes like that yeah so like they, they were all about non-visible fastenings uh, uh, but yeah so like still funny and I mean like like Ethan Peck mm. wearing a tank top underneath that shirt that looks like it's molded. They, like, he looks Sculpted like he's onto him. into it. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. He's got such a fucking thick ass. Even when he's in the fucking spacesuit, when he turns around, his butt sticks out so much. It's just like. And now he's wearing a tank top. And like, you're just very excited. It's crazy. They're all wearing tank tops underneath, like uh, crew neck tank tops, like Battlestar Galactica. What's under Una's shirt when she rips it over in the Horny for Light episode? You just see. Is black. that a tank top? So presumably okay. it's a tank top. Yeah. Okay. Hmm crazy 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 now when i rewatch it i'm just gonna be like you know they're all wearing tank tops under there they're all wearing tank tops crew neck thing i like that look i'm into that look it's one of the reasons i'm excited to rewatch battlestar galactica yeah i would watch it if it didn't make me ill bloody battlestar um yeah then i don't have anything on, else on the episode do you have anything else? No, man. No, man. Okay. What a weird season. What a weird season, eh? Well, a real, like, flat season, I thought, at the start. But then this yeah. second half fit has been, like, 
so many different genres and um yeah. you know mostly like pretty good even the episode that i don't like like the the sing-song episode people do like and that's good um so yeah once we got a... some once we got some vulcan hijinks yeah once well, we got, once we got up to that comedy we were we were we were smooth sailing mm. and and you know hopefully because of the writer's strike and whatever by the time they film next season Anson Mount's child will be off to college um so he will have no excuse <laughs> on not appearing in the season um yeah because yeah, it, it's it has felt like we've missed him this year and like this episode we get a fair chunk of him and it is worth it really mm. Mm. yeah mm. yeah a fair chunk of bike a fair chunk of love a fair chunk oh yeah um, yeah. But if that's all we've got, um, possibly, yeah, then yeah. it's, um, you know, fantastic to have everyone on board for this season of Strange New Worlds, those yeah, who've man. watched. Um, Ethan might not be here for no, Lower Decks. No, no, I'm, I'm not, because do you know what? And I've, been, I've kept this a secret, right? But I figured mm. for the last episode, I'll just, I'll just fucking, I'll just fucking say it because, because... My partner is also infected with alien eggs. Yeah. Um, my partner, my partner is also um, about to spawn a brood of lizard babies. And they'll um, have a chest buster. <laughs> yeah, they get, yeah, man. We've got a ch- we've got a chest buster on the way. Uh, we've got a little baby on the way. Uh, and it was cool because this week we had Scotty, and if the baby's a boy, the middle name is gonna be Montgomery. So ah, very yeah. Cool. So like, like uh, probably by the time Lower Decks uh, comes out, I'll I'll have a relatively free schedule. Okay, but cool. the next few weeks, like literally, the fact that they dropped two episodes in one week, it did save kind us. Of put, <laughs> Kind of did, because, like, we reckon this baby's going to, like, the you know, we've got, like, it, on, on paper, we've got a little under, um, a little under four weeks, but no one really believes it. Um, so, we've maybe got a couple of weeks. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be a fucking dad. I'm going to be a daddy-o. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm hoping to be... Not not as bad a dad as Sarek or Riker's dad or Worf. Uh, yeah. Hope hopefully I'll be something more along the lines of Rom and, yeah. and Cisco. Cisco. Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah. So I've got I've got. A You're little planning little to fucking... jump into a fire rather than look after your kid. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I will. I will. Uh, I'll jump into a fire. To impress my child. Okay, yeah. I'll jump into a fire to impress anyone. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I really wanted to like when um, when 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 the uh, nebula gave birth to a cloud of baby Cthulhu's in Picard. Mm. I really wanted to say the joke of like, and I've got I've got a little cloud of baby Cthulhu's on the way myself. So I yeah. I know how that nebula feels. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, no. I've Let, got, let's I've, hope we yeah. don't um, lose yours to a nebula. 
Um, no, we no. don't. <laughs> no, yeah. I, if if my child gets lost to a nebula and they say, yeah, no, I'm happy, mm. I promise I will investigate further. Yeah. Hopefully no one plugs your child into a sky city as a battery. No, man. Um, I think we're a little way off from that. I think we're a yeah. little way off from that. And because that episode, in my opinion, is a, a metaphor for gun control in the United States, mm. we're definitely not going to the US. No. Nope. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Um, oh, man, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. So, you know, congratulations yeah. again. And, you know, share your congrats to to even in, in doobly-doos or any of the links yeah, to him, and you like, know, Twitter you know, or whatever. We've got, more, we've got more subscribers now. We're getting a lot more listens now. Uh, co 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 comment more and stuff. Like, Tell us what you want like, us to do. Comment. Tell us what you want us to do. We could probably, you know, now that we're not, now that this season's over, we're not stuck to a Thursday schedule. We could probably, for like four know, weeks and then lower decks is out, mate. Four weeks, you know, maybe in the next couple of weeks, maybe we do a, a stitching time review if if we could both get it listened to. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Could possibly. Uh, that might be cool. I know, man. You're you're gonna you're gonna have a, a fresh a fresh um, gone baby to deal with. Yeah, man. It might it might be sensible to take the uh, take the time dealing with the gorn. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, nah, man, maybe little Gorn Montgomery. Yeah, we could do the we could do the podcast with the baby. I saw there's there's a guy on TikTok who has been doing a regular podcast with his child for the past few years, and she hasn't turned out insufferable at all. Okay. She is. She doesn't seem like a nightmare, even the slightest. Hmm. Yeah. Has to be an exception to break the rule. <laughs> At least one. She seems like a bit of a fucking handful, I'll be honest. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, other than that, you know, as you say, like, subscribe, um, tell a friend, do whatever, do whatever. Um, everything TikTok, that normal, proper threads, people do. Um, Instagram. Uh I th honestly, I think we should delete the X. I don't think we should have anything to do with it. No. Well, I haven't we posted on there for the last couple of weeks. I haven't posted on since it's become No, man, X. we don't want to be sharing our podcast on a platform for Nazis. No. Yeah. We want well, to be could... sharing it on Mum's Net. <laughs> Mum's Net, where all my... Like, I'm about to make so many friends... Yeah, that that's the only reason um, you've decided to have a child is to get into the mum's net crowd. I just want to hang out with like nice people who want to fucking complain about, about their partners. Yeah. And, you know, why don't I get absolutely priority treatment because I had a child 10 years ago? It's like, what are you talking about? I should. Oh, there I should see. be a queue for mothers, and we go first in shops and stuff like that. And you're like, "What the fuck are you on about, mum's net?" Oh, honestly, 15 years working in the hospitality industry, I think has has pre I think has prepared me more for parenthood than anything else. Yeah. Because I have got like prime examples of how not to behave in public. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, dealing with people who have the mindset of fucking children. 
Yeah. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Um, then it's just time for us to say, um, uh, fucking live long, live long and prosper, you motherfuckers. And peace and long life, double the masses. Yeah, man.